All right, all right, all right. What it do, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Evening Juice with Lemon City Live. I'm your boy, Life Fresh, joined by our co-host, esteemed colleague, and Gonzalo Higuain's personal best friend, Chavi Guerrero. <laughs> and today we're joined. We got a special guest. We got a big inner Miami. He's got a, this is also exclusively we're doing a Vice City FC show today. So if you want to talk heat, you want to talk any of the other stuff that we normally talk about, we're going to say that for another show. We got a guest today. We're just going to focus on Inter Miami's big game against the Supporter Shield leading New England Revolution. We got Sam here with us from the Blazing Musket. He's going to be uh, joining us. We're going to be talking. So if you got questions or whatever, uh, feel free to chime in. But. Before we get started here, let's let's give a, a, a the floor is yours there, Sam. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us tonight. You are the site manager of the Blazing Musket, and is that a you do, you, do is there a podcast associate or is that the name of it or how does that work? Nah, so that that's the name of our website. We actually have to go through a rebrand. So we are part of uh, SB Nation's MLS network, and gotcha, gotcha. You know, Vox came down on my birthday. Well, let's point that out. On my birthday, okay. I found out we were gone. Uh, so yeah, they cut the funding, and we are now independent. We're on uh, Substack. We didn't know what had, what the naming, you know, legal fee, legal stuff, all that yeah. mumbo jumbo. So we ended up new name, still T- TBM. Went from the bent musket to the blazing musket. <laughs> so yeah, now we're over on Substack. We do have our partners. I'll give them a shout out. Revolution Recap. They they do a great job uh, covering. All things revolution, you know, great interviews. I just actually had an interview on there with Jake Ziven, who I got to talk today, who's down uh, in Miami recently. Okay. Uh, but yeah, make sure to check us out uh, at www.theblazingmusket.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at Blazing Musket. All right, man. Well, thanks again for hanging out with us tonight, bro. So you're up near northern Massachusetts, out far away from Foxborough. We were talking about that before. Um, are, are you a Celtics fan also? I'm yeah, I'm a by, by location. <laughs> I, I would say more in terms of sports, definitely a big Bruins fan. So oh, I'm just going to associate all of Florida. I'm going to blame you for this, even though yeah. I know, you know, it's a little bit different hockey wise. But yeah, yeah. thanks for the Panthers for just ruining my life. Yeah. Uh, Patriots are terrible. Miami are probably going to finish welcome. better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Celtics are falling apart. So great time. And, you know, the Revolution decided to lose in the U.S. Open Cup. Great time to be <laughs> in New England. And hopefully they lose on Saturday, too. Yeah, man. Hopefully we'll sprinkle that last <laughs> little bit of, you know, on it. Just finish it off. Finish yeah, it off. <laughs> Might as well go down in a, in a full blaze of glory there, you know. Oh, part of it, part of it, part of But no, 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 no. It's all good, though. I know it's a hard time, but you know what? I don't feel bad. You had Tom Brady. You got seven Super Bowls. You, you know, Bruins had a great season, although that's the curse. I mean, I'm not going to talk too much NHL here, but that's the curse of being the best team. We went through it last season. Now you guys are going through it. Happy to be a part of uh, that elimination and us, you know, playing with uh, with no pressure. Although I think it's really funny right now. The, I don't know what the score is of the Panthers game right now. We're on, you know, trying to eliminate the, the Leafs tonight. But I think it's funny that the Maple Leafs have these big watch parties over in Toronto outside there's like thousands of people everybody's like yeah watching the game isn't that (laughs) if we were to do a watch party down here for a panthers road game there'd be like 12 people out there you know that's it it's like hey who's playing you know and it's like two of them are just people that are walking by didn't know what was going on so that's it's just a different culture down here we still love the panthers but it's a smaller group much smaller than it is for for uh for toronto but with Inter Miami, we do have some great fans. We got La Familia. We got a good crowd of people that always show up. I feel like Inter Miami does do have that nice in-game experience. I don't know if that translates. I don't know if how much Inter Miami games you've watched, uh, Sam, but 
I don't know if it translates. I feel like when I watch the game on TV, I feel like I get a good sense of the crowd. And I feel like, you know, I hear the chants. I hear the screaming. I feel like, yeah, that's not bad, you know, considering the bad rep that we get down here is being a, a bad sports town. So I don't know if you've ever watched an Inter Miami game and thought, you know, hey, it's a good crowd. Yeah, no, I've definitely watched it through the uh, announcers crew, you know, especially before the Apple deal. Uh, yeah. You know, you get the occasional Ray Hudson. You, you oh. definitely love that. Uh, nope. But yeah, you know, I've always been kind of impressed with the fan base. It seemed like from the start, you know, I you, you mentioned there might be a bad reputation or, you know, a little bit fair weather. Oh, know, yeah, we're full, full, complete. Yeah. We yeah, but, you know, I think they're, they're, they're we're pretty uh, good. They're, they're, they're die hard. They die hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you're if you're dealing with, uh, you know, the New England Revolution, I mean, I, I would just die to have our own stadium at this point uh, yeah. instead of having to play in a cavernous Gillette Stadium. So I think just having that soccer specific stadium that that helps things out a little bit too. Uh, but I have no qualms with Inter Miami fans yet. All right. So let me ask you. Okay. So give us a little one hundred and one here for the the guy who's watching or listening later, and you know get to know our our opponent this week here, New England Revolution. First of all, I got to ask you a very very serious and important question about your fandom here and what you care about. What's important with your team? I want to know. I have to okay. ask. Okay. Are you a fan of the rebrand logo, or do you miss the crayon rainbow flag that you guys used to have? I, I definitely miss the crayon flag. I am team crayon hey. flag. I don't what? get the crayon flag love, man. Nostalgia, I... it's history, and I don't just want a round crest. I want to be special. No offense Ugly. to Miami. <laughs> nah. In all seriousness, uh, the new crest looks great on merch and looks a lot better, but I don't know. I just love the crayon flag. I just love the story of... Uh, Seth McCumber, who's also a site manager on our site, did a complete, like, in-depth story yeah. on the creation of the crayon flag. It, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I love this the nostalgia, the original MLS vibes. I get why they rebranded. It looks good. You can put it on merch, make all that money. Uh, but I miss the crayon flag dearly. Yeah, that's weird, man. Chavi, you like the crayon flag or you like the new logo better? Impartial South Florida I, I, fan here. I, I, I don't care, but I can understand the the, the throwback. I, I yeah, yeah. You yeah, never yeah. forget your first love, and and that's the, the what you grew up with. Like that's what the team grew up with. Yeah. Now and it is like when you raise a child, right? Once they're 16, 17, they don't really want to have too much with you because they're they're going away. <laughs> it feels like when you rebrand, it's 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 a teenager going away. It's I get it. It's different. I get it. But it's real different. talk, real talk. It's an ugly logo. I think the flag one was kind of like just not good. I thought it was unique. Look, I'll give you an example, Sam. The Panthers rebranded, and they got something that looks a whole lot better for merch. It's symmetrical. It's this other than that jumping uh, Panther logo that we had for years. I think the new logo is way better than the old one. I like the old one for nostalgia and stuff like that. I think the, the new one is much better. I never rocked. Like, I mean, I have a Panther jersey, but I never like really like, oh, man, I got to have that hat or that shirt. Like, it's definitely... It's a, it's a huge upgrade. I think what you guys got, I like the the Revs new logo. I think You're it's cold cool. You're yeah, cold hearted. You don't you don't hearted. you don't you don't hold on to to, to love. Hey, I like the old Dolphins logo. You move you on know? quickly. Yeah. You got to look different. All these logos in MLS and really soccer in general aren't that yeah. different. Yeah. I appreciate the nostalgia, the uniqueness. I get it may not be the most eye appealing thing, but yeah. I appreciate the originality. Exactly, yeah. authenticity. Yeah, oh, that's I just, what I was gonna say. It's different. It's it's huh. New England. It's them, just them, right there. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just be honest with you. I think the new one is very clean looking, and it looks. It's one of the better rebrands. Like I don't like the crew ones, uh, oh, latest. Yeah. 
some uh, Montreal when they went from Impact, they went to that ugly one, and now they have a new one that's slightly less ugly. It's just we, we had a similar conversation. Remember yeah. when we talked about the jerseys, the old school yeah, with Golasso kids. Yeah, yeah I, I liked the old school kids. It's yeah. crazy. They're all over the place, and they were cool. Like, I get it. Look, I got right here. Look, I got my old Miami Fusion jersey up there signed uh, by Valderrama. You know, black. that's a classic. So I get it. I get it. Well, I like the right. one better. But anyway, Sam, I know you didn't come here to talk logos and rebranding here, but I had to ask, bro. I had to ask because I just I feel I know it's like a controversial issue, and I know you guys and the the Rev fans, Rev Nation. I don't know what you guys call each other. Uh, I know you guys are very passionate about the old school logo, so I just I had to ask. But um, but let's let's talk about where the Revs are right now. You guys are leading or tied for the Supporters Cup Shield um, with uh, FC Cincinnati. Now. I got you guys above FC, FC Cincinnati. They are. Goal differentials. Um, they are. Differential, baby. Yeah, but no, no. But aside from that, look, FC Cincinnati hasn't had, like, a clear win. Everything is a one-goal win or a draw or a loss. Like, they haven't had that game. Hell, heck, even the, the Inter-Miami beat Philadelphia Union 2 nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even have, like, a simple win. I feel like everything is so close. And considering what Cincinnati has with that firepower, I want to see more from Brandon Vasquez. So I, I haven't seen it from them. So I always give the edge, or I've been giving the edge to New England. Now, New England, I didn't expect that this year. I didn't expect you guys to come out and Did you really guys dominate. expect it? Yeah. What was your expectation coming into the season here? Yeah, I definitely was someone where I'm like, oh, they'll probably come in like seventh or eighth. I just thought <laughs> that obviously Dave Romney has been absolutely amazing. Great addition to the back line. Latif Blessing, also great addition. I was not expecting Bobby Wood to be tied for the Golden Boot. Dude, Bobby Wood, bro. Like, I feel like that guy's been around for like 15 years. Like, I feel like he was on the Revs like 15 seasons ago. I know it's not the case, but <laughs> that's, I mean... that's a great name for a goal scorer, <laughs> Bobby Wood. Oh, yeah. And it's like we were just so name. kind of uh, worn out when it comes to Josie Altidore came in and just has not been great. Same with Omar. Yeah. He struggled a lot. So you see a guy like Bobby Wood come in, a Bruce guy, and you haven't seen Bruce guys do well. And then he comes in, he plays quite well. You know, he's just great with his hold-up play. He's been able to find the back of the net. And, you know, Giacomo Veroni, he's been struggling. He's That's kind of coming the form. But, Giacomo. you know, he's still looking for that form. Gustavo Bo's hurt. He's going to miss this game against Inter-Miami. The striker position is somehow deep, but not deep at the same time. So, Bobby Wood's been stepping up. But, yeah, I thought this team was going to sneak into the playoffs maybe you know go on some crazy run but i was not expecting them to be top of the table and we'll fully own that because this is quite the run to uh start the season nice nice all right so you guys are on the run here i'm looking at your most recent form here you, you guys lost your uh was it pittsburgh riverhounds yeah US, yes great name. uh yeah good good name but prior than that it. man nice unbeaten streak up until that 4-0 loss uh a while back to lafc but again lafc to me is in a class of, of its crop. own. The cream, the cream of the crop. Uh, they're definitely an elite franchise right now. And, you know, that's understandable. But, hey, impressive one nothing over Nashville, which I think Nashville, watch out, man. Nashville, dude, Honey Mukhtar is so good. That so guy's so good. And you feel like started off slow, got the hat trick this week, had a good game the week before. Like, he's picking it up. Uh, you guys got some quality wins, man. So, Great record at home, and, and yeah. they're winning on the road, which is the hardest thing. They they, yeah. it's, it's, they haven't lost, right? They, they, they three wins and one yeah. tie, one draw. 
So tell us, okay. all right, so you guys, you, you played Toronto in Toronto. You went in there, took, yeah, there you go. You had that simple 2 nothing. Give me a good win, convincing. <laughs> you know, like, hey, no doubts, man. We went in there, represented. So you guys did that. Uh, how do you feel about all this Josie Altador, I love Toronto talk that happened uh, this weekend? I feel I mean, like it's good for him. I mean, he, he he's getting the bag from Toronto. They're paying for a portion of his salary. I would be pretty happy about them, too. Uh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, feel free. I mean, it was really interesting how things decided to come to an end there. And things here in New England have not been that great. So it's going to be really interesting to see how it ends up. Last season, we saw him get loaned to play, but I don't know if a loan is in his future. It seems like he just kind of needs to step it up. It's really interesting. Bruce Arena you know, said after open cup loss, he's like, well, you know, Joji really had to grind it out. Uh, you know, he's still not fully fit. And it's like, we've been hearing he's not fully fit for the longest time. Yeah. And it's really just been the story. He's never really been able to connect and, you know, really integrate into this team. So I, he's probably maybe missing Toronto a little bit. I don't know yeah. how much he well, uh, gelled with Bob Bradley. I know he had some comments kind of indicating some awkwardness, I would say, with how he handles Michael. Uh-huh. But I mean, overall, he he's probably looking a little bit fond, fonder about that time because he hasn't really been able to make an impact here in New England. Yeah, man, it's unfortunate. I feel like Josie Altador is such an iconic, you know, U.S. Men's National Team name, and we have so many good memories of of him. How uh, old is he? Because he seems like he's been around forever. Yeah, but I, he's probably like thirty. I let me see. I don't know. I don't have his I information. Thirties. I don't know about thirty. <laughs> I, I would think be he might be up there a little bit. Let me see. I don't. Josie Altador. Uh, does it give me his information? Uh, 33 years. Yeah, 33 years old. Birthday, no, oh, November 6th. So he's, he'll be 34 this season or this year. All right, not bad. It's still young, man. He's young. He's 34. He's 33 he's years done. old. That's nothing. That's he's not, done. He's but done. He, again, another one of those guys he's that done. just feels like he's you know been around forever. But um, I, let me ask you, Sam, here. Uh, I am not a fan of Bruce Arena. Ooh. I'm not. Never liked that guy. I've had the ch- I've had the unfortunate chance to to be at a couple of his press conferences uh, when he was with Team USA, and homeboy just reminds me of like a uh, n- like Bill Belichick without the credentials. Why is this like a northeastern thing? Like you guys just don't like doing press conferences. You want to mumble. You want to sit there and just talk smack or be short with all your answers. You know, guy gives a long winded question and then he hits you with yes or no, oh. and then he has that face. That just says yeah. punch me all the time. That's what his face says to me. How Edwin, do you feel? You, you are absolutely nailing it. It's good to know it's not just me. Uh, I've <laughs> been on that guy. I've no, I, I have no qualms against Bruce. I, I, Bruce might have qualms against me. Uh, okay. He maybe hasn't appreciated some of my questions. He sarcastically called me a tactical genius, which nice. is why that's in my, in my Twitter bio. But uh, yeah, it's really weird because. That's predates him coming to New England, but especially yeah. now that he is in New England, really seems like Bill Belichick and how he's operating. Injury reports, very suspicious activity with the injury reports, very Bill Belichick in there. Yeah, but not Bruce a fan is, of that. Bruce is Bruce. He's going to answer questions he wants to answer. Uh, he's going to tell – he's not going to lie to you, but he might not tell the full truth. Uh, it's It's really interesting getting to interact with him in the sense that I can pretty much tell based on the game if we're going to have a good uh, press conference, he's going to be happy, or if he's just going to be absolutely uh, mean. I usually sit in the front row of the press conferences, which is basically now called the burn zone or the splash zone, thanks to me and my uh, colleague Tom Quinlan, because we're constantly getting burned from him. 
but yeah, he's definitely interesting character. But he's Bruce Arena. He's he, he you know he comes with a qualification. So I guess you know Bruce can do Bruce. Man, just not a fan. Not a fan. Our boy Steve here. Josie's like thirty five, but plays like fifty five. I hope he plays like sixty on Saturday. So right, <laughs> sorry, I'm just gonna straight out say if oh we got inter inter fan here. Happy guy. Happy day to be an inter fan. I guess good for him. And uh, last here, Arena over Neville. Man. Oh, that's a low. Oh, he's, bar, got the, he's got the. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not exactly the biggest bar to climb. Yeah, man, that's a low bar there. Come on, honestly, but at least Neville, at least Neville gets a better interview. Come on, that's what I was about to say. Uh, Jeff, he gives you, a better interview. Where do you sit in interview. the press box? Where do, I mean, where do you sit in the? I post sit game? in. The, I sit in the second row usually. Okay, you're not splashed. in that burn zone. I don't get splashed, you know, to the corner. But but okay. he, he's pretty open. He likes to talk. He starts. You know, he 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 starts talking about himself, and sometimes he gets caught up. Yeah. Uh, where he'll speak, you know, a, a long time. Yeah, and and I and think he, Neville's he, a content machine. To, yes, yes, I like him. I don't, I don't want him fired. That's why I don't want him fired. I don't yeah. want to get a boost arena. I yeah. don't want a boost arena for what you go there and then. Uh, yeah, I'm getting paid six million to coach, but I hate my job. Yeah, come on, guy. man, get out of here. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. It, it's very funny because like pe- multiple people in the press corps, they'll be like, "Oh, like you know, how did this player perform?" And let's be like, "Good," and then you have to be like, "Like what, what else?" Like, like you elaborate. Like, I hate it. that, bro. I hate that. Look, you don't it. You don't like your job, man. Find another job. Like, come on. This is part of it, bro. Like, I get it. You're you're focused on the game and this and that, but it's part of your job to go out there and just address the media. Give me I don't care. Hit me give me some Derek Jeter cliche. Like Derek Jeter said a million things but never said anything in his whole career. You know what I mean? Like he just But he dated a lot of beautiful women. Yes, that too. I don't I don't want to know about Bruce Arena's dating life though. But look, I'm just saying (laughs) just give me something. Look, Jeter just gave you a bunch of nothing, but it was cliches, but he gave you something. You know, he talked like that that whole just ugh just so slimy, bro. And again, the face just screams punch me. But anyway, enough Bruce Arena here. I want to ask you, look, you're talking to a couple of Colombian guys here, okay? Uh, Chavi's from one side of the, of the of the country. My family's from the other. But we want to ask you about a certain Colombian that plays there who's injured right now. Mm. Dylan Barrero was having a great start to the season. Was a real, I don't know, it seemed like for me like a surprise, right? I don't know what kind of hype you guys had going into the season about him. But tell us a little bit about what it was like seeing him, you know, the first few weeks up until the injury was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was a ago. couple of weeks ago. I, I I actually wasn't at that game. I was at a concert, and we're now. Oh, it's all your fault, dude. Yep, no, nope. uh, dude. Uh, I was at a, a member of BTS's uh, August D. I was at his concert, so we're blaming uh, him for the injury. No, you're you're taking all the blame for the injury. Oh, you okay. weren't there, and you injured the guy, and you were at a BTS. No, 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 man, not acceptable. But, <laughs> but yeah, nah, he was having an absolute amazing season, just really blasting onto the scene. Yeah. And especially since the departure of Tejon Buchanan, the Revs have been missing that guy in the wing. Go at the fenders, have that skill, be able to blow by them. And he was looking to be it. You know, one of his goals, I, I forget what game it is, might have been Montreal. He just absolutely sent a curler into the upper 90. It, it, it was a beautiful goal. And, you know, he played at uh, Atletico Mineral in uh, Brazil. Uh, so, you know, he comes from a big club, you know, got to play at Hulk down there, Diego Costa, I believe. So there's high expectations, but he, he came to New England uh, middle of last season, got hurt, wasn't really able to get the rhythm. And then he came in this season, was looking good. You know, a constant thing was he is still a pretty young kid. I believe he's about around 21, 21 years old. Yeah. yeah. So Just Bruce, too. Just fresh 21. Yeah. And so Bruce Arena was really preaching that he has to become a more consistent player, 
there was one game where he kind of got a stupid yellow uh, arguing with the ref, then had a tackle, ended up getting sent off. Yeah. So that consistency and kind of maybe the maturity on the field, you know, was something that Bruce Arena was talking about. And it seemed like he was finally getting to that place, working towards that place. And then the injury happens and it just derails everything. It seemed like he was going to be a key player, you know, especially on the attack and on this roster. And now it's just a really rough blow. I know a lot of talk will go to the surface that was played on. Bruce Arena definitely does not want to blame it. But I think uh, turf is a little... If yeah, it was a non-contact, dude. It was just garbage. running. Surface garbage for professional sports. Yeah, man. Yeah, there, yeah. there, there. I said it, Bruce. I said it for you. Hey, put it on record. If you want to, if you want a Bruce Arena experience, I asked Bruce. Uh, you know, basically, you know, do you think professional players should be playing on turf? And he decided to say, "Well, Dylan's injury had nothing to do with turf." And I'm, in my head, I'm like, "Well, that's not really the question I asked." But thank you. Yeah, uh, but here. yeah, so you know, Dylan was getting off to a great start, and it's really disappointing to kind of see it, you know, get cut short because it would have been amazing to see what he's capable of doing. And you know, like was mentioned here by Steve, he, he was getting some national team looks and was yeah. kind of starting to become a fixture of that. And these things can kind of change the course of a career. Hopefully, that isn't the case for Dylan, but a, a real bummer for sure. Has there been an update on his recovery and, you know, expectations? Or is this just, like, out for the whole season? Because it looked pretty devastating. Stretcher, I mean, there's no hope for him coming back this season, correct? Correct, yeah. Bruce Arena said he's going to be re be rehabbing for the rest of the season. He had surgery. I believe they announced it as a torn ACL, but he did appear on local radio up here and said that there was some, like, cartilage damage and, you know, real nasty stuff. So, yeah, yeah. he's definitely going to be out for the rest of the season. Ouch, ouch. Tough one there, man. All right, let's talk. All right, let's talk real quickly here before we get into this week's. Uh, well, first off, actually, you know what? We're talking a lot about New England. We gave you the floor. We talked about crayons. We talked about bad coaches and, you know, unfortunate <laughs> injuries. Let's talk about some good news here. Joseph Martinez finally gets off the schneid, finally comes through for Inter Miami. Has the. the is, let me ask Chavi. Chavi, was this the game? Was this the Joseph Martinez? Hello, I'm finally. Kind of bad game. It, it was the Joseph Martinez made for TV Disney special. Yes, everything everything worked out like a fairy tale. Came in in the fifty seventh minute, penalty walked, kick, walked in, 59th. got the penalty. Later, game winner. Um, looked like he, he got some of his flashback. Yeah, had, had very, a nice interview. Very and vintage, historic uh, Joseph goal. Historic, right? His first two goals for Inter Miami against his former club. Reaches the 100 goals, historic marker. Yeah. You know, fastest uh, player fastest in the guy ever. Fastest guy. To do that all, all in one night. And, yeah, it, it was the, the Joseph Martinez show. It was a Joseph Martinez show. It was about damn time, you know, so many games into the season. We were, we were hearing the same thing. When you were talking about Josie always needs to be fit, I was thinking that's what they've been saying about Joseph. Can you guys hear that back there? That's, that's, that's supposed to be like that. <laughs> it's all right, bro. Don't worry, man. <laughs> That's my kids a listening. Man. My He's kids a listening man. to it, but that's the phone. Look how loud the stinking phone is. <laughs> oh, that's you, bad parenting, bro. You gotta cover no. your, your kids' ears, hold, bro. Hold on, bro. Let, let me fix it. Let me. Go. <laughs> I'm actually gonna fix the phone right now. Go, but, bro, like, go, Joseph, bro. Joseph Martin. And here's my little girl. Say hi, Joseph <laughs> Martinez. Kind of um, you just reminded when you were talking about Josie. Like, but the difference is, I think Joseph still has something left in his tank. And I think Josie's just cruising with with that money, you know, taking that check here. <laughs> I think he, he's taking that check. I mean, I don't, I, I don't like to talk. Bad no, for about sure, players, dude. For sure, they're professional players. 
But yeah. I, I think he still has, you know, 33. He still has something left, but I don't think he's given his, his all. I think Joseph is is trying. He he came here, you know, ready. It's just he he's not there yet, but he's getting he's getting there. He's getting there. He showed a lot of fire uh, yesterday in, in the U.S. Open Cup game. I mean, you you're aware about that, right? When he ah, came out, just right he, on he, time. He, he came out. He didn't he didn't shake hands. He, with with the coach, he just walked and then punched the chair a couple of times and, and was pissed and sat All down right. and had that that mean like that. Well, Phil said the same. Phil is a master. I love him. Don't fire Phil. I love the press conferences. <laughs> I love the press conferences. I love when he just talks about everything and and like how he 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 just loves to talk. So they you know obviously they, they brought that up and he's like oh I love it. I, I'm glad he's showing his passion. I'm glad he's showing you know he's alive and that blah 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 blah. You know he's not at all trying to take any negative out of it. You know, that, no, he says it's not personal. It's no disrespect. And, and the thing with Phil is Phil is he's, he's pretty candid and he's a former player, a high level player. He's not any scrub. So I don't know why so many people knock him or, or don't give him any six losses, Chavi, six losses <laughs> in a row. Of course. Said, That's why of, people were asking for of it. Of course. But I'm talking about this. Is, I was waving the even, flag over here. This is no, but I'm talking about the disrespect <laughs> even before he like he started his first game for Inter. They were just well, saying that because, he was buddies, buddies, yeah. buddies with Beckham. So he, 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 you know, for this league, he, he's okay. He made a and he's he's getting better. But that was the six losses. But let's talk about four in a row now. And and they're still knocking them, right? Well, three, got, three, three. We're at three. Don't don't we're add counting, an We're counting the, the oh no, okay. Well, well I'm counting right <laughs> No, wait, 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 wait. Oh no, no, we're we are counting my, we are. Miami we got two years Miami. open and then the two. Okay. Come on. All right, all right. That, sorry, sorry. I'm la boss. Don't do don't do that to me. <laughs> so they got four wins in a row, and, and people are still knocking them, obviously. But what is it now? It's it's the playing style, right? The playing yeah. style. Now they're boring. Before they had possession, kick the ball around. 100 shots on goal, but they lose 1-0, right? Now now they don't shoot. <laughs> they just stand there and defend, get it, counter, and actually score and win, and, and people still hate it. So it's just the guys damn if you do, damn if you don't. But I like them because of the press conferences. I have a, a press conference bias. I know. Yeah. You're, yeah, that's, that, that's not, you know, yeah, that's not a good thing. That's not a reason. That's not a reason. That's not a good reason. That's not a reason. Absolutely not. Look, I'll tell you. Look, four in a row. Look, the New York Red Bulls fired their coach after seven games without a win, you know? And obviously there was a big racial uh, yeah. issue and racist <laughs> that, uh, thing. That, that, that had something to do with it, yeah, maybe. a little bit. But okay. the point is, well, he got the seven losses here. We were almost there with Phil Neville. We were just I obviously he, one game away. I think he might have got fired. I think he oh, might have got fired. he should have it. Had he lost that uh, Miami FC game, the first Open seven, Cup game. Or lucky seventh, yeah. So he gets the six. Now he's won four. So he's probably going to get like a multi-year extension or something now because that's what we do down here. Um, no, that's so, not true. No, that's for sure. True. For sure. I'm pretty that's sure he's true. already discussed. His it's friend only gave him an extension. His buddy just extended him one season. Yeah, now four wins in a row? Years. It's like a career high for him? Like, who knows, man? That guy's <laughs> – he might be promoted to like VP or something of the team, bro. Beckham might be demoted to coach. He's going to get um, stock, stock in the team. He's going to get oh, a, a partnership. <laughs> They're going to bring him – uh, but look, Inter Miami's on a nice, you know, four game swing here. Uh, the Charleston game here yesterday, uh, what did it, uh, Steve's calling it? The we be- we barely beat Hialeah Wrexham in Sweetwater, <laughs> just barely beat Charleston. Uh, yeah, Charleston beat themselves to be honest, right? It was an own goal, yeah, go figure. Uh, that's the kind of game we should have really just, you know, and we had good, we had you know, most of our guys that Joseph started. I mean, you have a former league MVP starting against a team like that in your own. At home, and that's what you produce. It's not the best showing here, but there's there is a there is a uh, a change there's when a it feeling. comes there's to a feeling there. and there's, there's a, a change. 
yeah, there's like a, a turn on, turn off kind of thing when it comes to Open Cup early and, you know, regular season here. I don't think we'll have that same lack of energy, lack of everything come Saturday when we take on the revolution. But looking forward, I, I'll my whole thing during this schneid that we've been on here um, is that the constant thing is we've had guys injured, obviously. You know, Joseph is not back to 100%, although we saw some flashes of it. Maybe this was, you know, the, the little cleansing that he needed. He got that one goal, took that pressure off his back. Maybe he can... Uh, you know, and he said that right he now. said that the first one's always the most difficult one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he gets that off his mind. Now he can focus and attack. But I think the big key here is our boy Leo Campapi. All right. I don't know, Sam, if you've ever looked at Leo Campana's eyes, bro. Oof. It's, it's a dangerous game, bro. It's he he a dangerous had game. Edwin at hello. He, he had, had me at hello. hello, bro. Like the homeboy, he's just he's he's he I, I still contend that he is the he could be the perfect MLS uh striker he has the build he has the height he can finish with both legs he has a hat trick already in the league and looking at something and looking at looking at what he's done this season didn't play any of the first what like six games or however many games it was came into one game played like 60 minutes you know wasn't you know was getting back into into game shape Mm -hmm. and then the very next game nothing changed nothing changed in the lineup the only difference was you plugged in a guy that has that skill, that has that threat, that has that capability, that the ability. ability. The ability. They, they, they put him up at the number nine position. Same guys around him that have been playing and couldn't score a goal for a month. We couldn't score a goal for a month down here, okay? You plug this guy in, he gets a brace, right? And now it's the kick starts this, uh, this whole change. We've got, you know, four wins now in a row here. And I, I'm telling you, that guy has the potential. He's young. He's tall. He, like I said, he can finish with everything. He's got the skill set. He's just got to stay dang healthy, man. Like the guy is just—he's a giant Achilles heel. He's just waiting to just pop on something. But when oh. healthy, when healthy, that guy—I—I—I I, I, I contend that there's him. don't there's, jinx him, please don't jinx him. <laughs> I think he's as good as anybody in the league when with, it comes with, to without finishing. a doubt, with, with, without with, a doubt. But but you missed something there. You missed something. There. He came back and scored two goals. But in that game. We have another young kid, a phenom. He's 18 years old, Benjamin Komashi. He mm-hmm. played, they, they played him that game as a. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I got to read these comments before I post them. See, see, my see, bad. No, my no, bad. no. But, but that's, that's a great comment. So, so Komashi came in, 18 year old kid, and, and the kid, they put him in, they plugged him in like as, as a 10 in, in that yeah. game. He's more of a box box eight or a six. Like personally, he says he's more of a six, but his energy, his ferocity, I said that. He plays with a ferocity that few players in the world do as a tacky midfielder. And I'm talking, I'm talking MLS player. Look at it because he's an MLS player. Let me finish. Let me finish. I really like to talk. Let me finish. Yes. Put it down a little bit, bro. As an attacking midfielder, look at anybody, an attacking player that goes and is everywhere on the field defending. And then on the build of play, he's there too. He gets it and touches around and creates things. Not too many people do that. Tell off the top of your head, tell me a number 10 that's as important to the team defending as attacking. And, yeah, and, and don't tell me Messi because Messi has 600 goals, but he's not going to be defending. So right. I, I want to know a guy that can attack and defend with the same ferocity. And okay. yes, I'm hyping him up. He's only a kid. He's only played a couple of games. 
But I'm just saying, from what's also very good looking, too. I don't know why this is all that's so we're, we're this getting, whole show. We're, we're I think it's Miami, guys. It's a Miami thing. It's that's part about that's part of the job application. Is like, are you good I'm looking? Gonna, I'm gonna see, talk, you know? I'm gonna talk, to these, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to these guys and see if maybe on the side they want to do like a calendar, a Vice City, Miami calendar or something. Make some money, yeah. Get the bag, yeah, no, for sure, maybe. You're right, man. Kamashi's been great. Uh, Ruiz, the other homegrown product that we had that's, you know, got his first start oh, last he's week different. as well. He's different. He, yeah. He's mostly a defensive player, right? But I'm so, just saying Kamashi does both things at a very high pace, high yeah. pitch, and, and very intensely. And I haven't seen a, a tagging midfielder be as important on defense. And I think that's why he's playing because Phil loves that. He, he's got him defending, like, because all we do now is defend. But he also helps on the attack. He builds up really well. I haven't seen too many guys I, off the top of my head. I mean, uh, on La Liga, in 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 Germany, in in um, uh, England, Portugal. I get you. I get I'm trying saying. to think of the yeah. guy, you know. And we're talking about dimensions. Obviously, we're talking an MLS player, but I'm yeah. talking about the 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 importance of what they do. They're functioning. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a guy that functions so well on both sides, playing the attacking role. Like it's just all over. Watch him, and, and, and watch him on Saturday picture. get like a quick red card and get kicked out of the game, and then I'm gonna be like, bro, we totally ruined that kid just because we hyped him up so much. No, 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 we're not hyping him up. I'm just saying it was it was no, something no, that I, I noticed. No, he's I got a long you. way to go. He's always, he's, a, he's a kid. He's a kid. I just I just like the heart he puts into it. Yeah, look, so, I I'm not a, a Neville fan. Obviously, I haven't been. I, no, I joke around. Really? Shocker! Shocker! The first season. Uh. But I, I've, I've given him props for what he did last season, the turnaround that he did, what he was able to do with Iguain this season. He's given a lot of young guys a chance. Granted, it's also because of injury, you know, but those guys have stepped up. And when they played, he's given them, you know, a longer leash. He could have easily just resorted to like, hey, just play the veterans, not taking these chances. I'll give him that. Um, I like what I'm seeing with Kramashi. I think he's going to be a threat. We'll see how if, you know, if he's going to get the start again. Do you anticipate him getting the start again this Saturday, Xavi? Um, I, I don't see why not. Okay. I don't see why not. Uh, ever since he's been playing, he's been a spark. I mean, it started with with Miami FC, and yeah. he reminds me. Remember, if last season Drake Callender, Drake Callender was third on the depth chart. Yeah. got hurt. The other guy got hurt, and then Callender got a start against Miami FC and was spectacular. Yeah. And then after that, he settled in and he became what he is now. You know, one of the top players on the team. I think it, it, it might be a similar story with this kid. Miami FC, he came in, put a, he, he, he sparked the team. The team was yeah. like, like he gave it a jump start. You know, the team was like kind of flat line and he came in and, boom, and, and he got them going. He, do I think he's a natural 10? No, I don't. I, I, I don't even think he's an eight. I, I even rolled that down. I think he's more of a six in a okay. very high level team. I think he's a kid that's going to be here for a little bit and he's going to make the jump across the pond. Okay. So, okay. Take notes, Sam. Take notes so you can it tell all your you boys. You guys don't need Lionel Messi. I think you guys can just let him <laughs> he's, come to he's, New England. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Oh, you man, got no, you man. got Gil, man. You got Gil. You've had that the, uh, beautiful lefty for a few years, man. I'll take Gil and I'll take Messi. Why uh, not? Uh, ghosts. Like why? Yeah, that's, that's why you deserve Bruce Arena. You deserve I don't know it. how good the Mate T is up in Foxborough, bro. So I don't hey, know. Hey, Gustavo Bo. I think he's got it down. I think yeah. he's got it down. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, question for Sam. What's the question? What are the Revs' weaknesses, strengths? Just want to know what to look out for. They are the best team in the East. In the so, league. In the league right in now. The league, in the in league. The right league. Now, yeah. Supporter Shields, you know, first place. What's a little, what yeah. should we look out for here? 
Yeah, I mean, set pieces, this team uh, has never been good at set pieces. Uh, it's something they've always struggled to defend. So if Inter-Miami is able to... Put that down to... on my cons list right so here. They're, so set they're going to score on a set piece Saturday. Write it down already. Okay, I mean, it. hey, Kansas City scored on a, uh, scored on the Revs on a set piece. So if they can do it, I'm pretty confident you guys oh, can I do it. Oh, I thought you meant that you guys were not good at, as far as, uh, you know, being on the offensive side of set pieces. You're not good oh, defending them. Oh, okay. Actually, to be to be fair, not great on the offensive side either. So, uh, really, just all in general, uh, set pieces. Uh, so yeah, good. thank you for mentioning that, Zabi. Uh, but yeah, I would have to say set pieces, and then overall, it, it's just kind of you know injuries propping up. Like I mentioned, Gustavo Bo isn't gonna play. Giacomo Veroni, he played an Open Cup. We'll be interesting to see how long he could go. You know, this Saturday, it's you know I I would expect him to go as long as possible. But it, with the Revolution. Uh, every Saturday uh, before a game, it's just predicting who's going to be the magical omission from the lineup, but being hurt. You know, we had DeWan Jones miss a game. We had Veroni, Bo, Barrero. It's just everyone's missing. DeWan's a, a baller, man. I, I've, he is. I, he's been on that team of the week quite a few times already. Yeah, so. and definitely shout out to Brandon By too. I feel like he, he kind of gets a little underrated, but, he, you know, he's been really impressive. Those, those uh, you know, left and right backs, they've, they've been really impressive. I mean, overall, there is depth um, in the sense that you can now rely on youngsters, kind of like what you mentioned. You have Jack Peniotu, Noel Buck, Esmir Baratarovic. They've been playing pretty significant roles, I would say, especially Noel Buck. You know, he's been someone who can kind of play a similar but not similar role to Matt Polster in a defensive mid situation. He can get a little bit more forward, but he's been quite impressive this season. And I mean, you you kind of mentioned it. You have Carlos Hill who can just make magic happen mm -hmm. whenever he wants. And you have the best goalkeeper in MLS, uh, George Petrovic, a goalkeeper that I will let you know right now is better than Matt Turner. Uh, he's an absolute. Really? Yes. Wow. And I can say that because Matt Turner himself said he is a much better goalkeeper than I was <laughs> at that age. So it's not even just me. It's Matt, too. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like he's it. an absolutely amazing goalkeeper. He's going to go to Europe. I would say probably after this season, unless, you know, Manchester United, Dave De Gea, not doing so well. Liverpool, not having a good season. Maybe they go after him. They've been rumored to uh, be in the hunt for him. But just when you have those players who can, you know, make game-altering plays, you always have a chance to win. But I would definitely say set pieces. And I would say overall defending, there's definitely been some moments where whether it be Andrew Farrell, even a guy like uh, Brandon Byer, Dewan Jones, they've just been caught ball watching, and teams have been able to take advantage. So if there there was one unit I would keep an eye on, it's overall that back line, that defense can get a little bit leaky at points. But you got George Petrovic, so he's able to save the day. Nice. Okay. Solid, solid, solid nice break. There. We got to make sure Petrovic doesn't make it to Miami. All right. So, Chavi. Give Sam and give the New England people, you know, what to look out for. What could uh, Inter Miami possibly do on Saturday? Okay, uh, what can they do? So many things, right? They, they... Well, give me the strengths here. <laughs> so, so many things. Lately, they've been playing just with like Campapi, like you said, up top. But I, I get a feeling that this game they're gonna go with two striker role again. They're gonna give it a, a try once again with Joseph and Campana up top, and maybe go with the three. In the back line, 3-5-2. I, I saw them working on that. I see them. They played that way for a long time during the U.S. Open Cup game. And, and I think that's where they wanted to go when they got Joseph. I think that, that was part of the plan. But injuries and different things, you know, have altered that plan. 
But I think that might be happening in this game. You know, there's you never know the lineup with Miami because um, they can play 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1. They, they have so many uh, tactical schemes, and you never know how he's going to come out. You know, sometimes he, he like you said, like you said, they'll omit a name and you have no idea. Um, we had two key injuries, obviously. John Malta and both in the midfield are Brazilian and Gregory. Both those if you wanted to weaken the midfield for Inter Miami, those are two guys you would take out. Yeah. And 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 they were having very, very good seasons. So um I look forward to Joseph and Campana. I have no inside information on that, but I get the feeling that's what's gonna happen. On the trade, we did a trade and got brought Kamal Miller from, from um, Toronto. I mean, yeah, was it Montreal. Toronto? Montreal, sorry. Montreal. Yes, because we sent uh, Bryce Duke and, and Lasseter to mm-hmm. Montreal. And, and he he's solidified that back line. They, they've worked on the back line this year for Inter Miami. So right now on this winning streak, it's been our defense. So they're definitely uh, giving possession away. And they're holding, countering. And, and they ha- we have – Strikers that are getting in better form. I mean, Joseph just scored his two goals. Campana has two goals, and and Borgelin has scored two goals. So it's it's the top line. You're gonna have to defend those strikers up there, and and it's just like a Cole brother. They wait to strike. That's how they've been playing lately. Well, I'm gonna give you the last little bit of of information that you're gonna need there, Sam, to okay. properly, you know, go back to Foxborough and tell the guys, hey, bro, this is this is a scoop, all right? It's hot down here. <laughs> it's hot. It's sweaty. It's gonna be a stank night on Saturday night. It's stank gonna be, nuggets. It's gonna you're gonna swamp ass everywhere. It doesn't matter. There's no breeze. It's just hot and hotter, and it's gonna be sweaty. You got to be very well conditioned to come and play down here. It's a challenge. That's why um, the crowds have been rowdy too, right? The, crowds the, have been the, rowdy. They're, they're, they're gonna gotta, be chanting and, and going all all night and and. That's why we're so hyped. The team is so good at home. Right? We do they, play they, well. I we mean, do play well at home. We do play well at home. Uh, a couple of our losses at home. I know one was the Chicago one, which was on an own goal that we, you know, won I mean, nothing. Like, I can't remember yeah. the other game. Um, but we, you know, we 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 are a much different team. If this game was in New England or in Foxborough, I'd be like, all right, yeah, I'd be a little worried. But being that it's 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 going to be here in the swamp ass capital um, of Fort Lauderdale. I, I like our chances here. I think, I think it's a pick I think it's a pick You think it's a pick I anyone, any any team, any one of them can win this game. Even even though they're coming in uh, as a supporters shield, you you know this is the scenario for Miami. Miami, this is so Miami. You have the first place team coming in. The, our team is not doing so great. And what are they going to do? They they'll beat the team, and they might even look good doing it. I'm just saying that that's how it is. And then the next game, they'll look like garbage. So it's Miami. It's Miami. So, Sam, now that you know what to expect, you've gotten the breakdown of the squad. You get the breakdown. You get the weather report from me. <laughs> How do you feel your team's chances are coming up on Saturday? You guys, you think you're going to be able to come down here, scrap out a win? What do you feel? Yeah, I mean, if this team is going to be top of the table and, you know, be a team that can compete for an MLS Cup, I think you do have to walk away at points. I think it's a good point that you even – that you mentioned the weather. I'm pretty sure it was like 70 or 75 degrees here. And I thought like I was going to melt. Uh, so yeah, that's so that's light work. It'll be interesting to see how conditioning goes. You know, I mentioned Josie, but e- even, you know, any player 
I think, you know, that Florida heat is a bit different, that humidity. It is. Uh, So that is going to be something to keep an eye on. But I do think if the Revs want to be, you know, treated as the MLS contenders, they got to go out and get that win. So I definitely – I'm a little bit skeptical because of the weather. I'm skeptical because we're going to be missing Gustavo Bo. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Giacomo Veroni performs. Do we see Bobby Wood get back into the starting 11? If he's paired with Rioni, I'm, I'm a lot more confident. If we see Josie Elthor get run out there for some reason, I'm a lot less confident. Uh, but overall, I think this is a game that the Revolution should be winning. Yeah, their favorite. They, they, sh- they should. like Just like you mentioned, if they're going to be serious contenders, they have to come down here and, and get points. Yes. Get points. Right? And, and, and the other way here, if Miami is really a serious team, if these four games are showing the, the true Miami, not those six losses, this is the, the turnaround and a different team, different style, different approach, um, they, they, need to, they need to walk away with points too, and, and preferably the three points at home because the, the weather is a big factor for all the teams coming down here. It, yeah. It's it's a factor for all the teams. You see it. You see it when Miami loves to make the subs in the second half. The energy come in. Uh, you, you see the difference. You know they start to get control of the game. They start to get control of a possession. They start attacking more. So it, definitely the weather is is super important here. And and the crowd the crowd does have that psychological factor. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of hands on hips by like the 60th minute. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> the fans is getting alive. Especially oh God, if they went to South Beach the night before, right? Oh uh, yeah, you get a little bit of South Beach <laughs> blue. The day we're gonna before. make sure we're gonna make what hotel they in. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit those guys up and tell them <laughs> they can go out. Yeah, man, I'll tell you. Look, I, I I like the perspective. I think Sam has the right mentality. Absolutely. If you're a team that's contending, if you're a team that's you know top of the league and you really want to be this, you look at this Miami team, and we're not technically, you know. It's, it, you look at it and you're like, that's a game we got to win. That's a game that's a dub. That's not a, we're not at that level where we could be a real threat. Although, with that being said, I think, Sam, you're totally wrong. I think it's going to be <laughs> two, two nothing. Wow. I got two nothing, man. I, I think Acero. I, I just my hatred for, 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 for your Bruce for coach, Bruce Arena. Um, the hatred? fact that Josie, oh, I hate that guy. Josie Altador might be playing. I feel like he's going to have hands on hips like minute 25. Um, and the fact that I, I, I I feel this is a, a Drake calendar is man. I love that guy. That guy's legit. I don't know if yeah. you guys got the firepower. If it, I'll tell you this much, Sam, if it wasn't for Drake calendars, stellar, he's the team MVP. We'd have Easy. a 10, 10 game losing streak. We'd be on a 10 game <laughs> losing streak on our third different coach. We'd be Chelsea here. You know what I'm saying? With our <laughs> no, no, third no, stay, regardless, Devil staying. Even if they yeah, he'd be an row, advisor to the staying. third coach. No, he stayed. But I'm telling you, Drake calendar has single-handedly kept his team in games when they shouldn't be in it, he's we're, we're lucky to have him. He's a great, uh, he finally got his first call up to the national team as well. Um, I think he's great and he, and he gets it, man. He knows how to play down here that I think the Miami guys have that advantage when they come down here, they do, they feel better. They mentally, they it's just, you know, something about playing down here that they like. Um, uh, so I'm going with that. And I like, you know, where Miami could possibly win. This is also me being a total homer right now. I'm not, I'm just, I'm being full, full disclosure. I, I, I like a 2 0, 2 1 game here. Low scoring, penalty kick is one of the goals. I feel like there's going to be a dirty little, you know, ah, ah, a little wow. desperate attack, but I do like it. We'll see. That's my, yeah, if you guys want to give score predictions, you know, feel free. Oh, but that's, I'll, I'll, I'll give a score predict. I, I, I was thinking 2 to 1. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we see a, a Kampapi goal. I, I there think- you go. 
he just loves playing against the Revolution. I think yeah. one of his breakout yeah. games. Is he had the stupid. three his the first the, the, hat trick in in uh, team history was was against, against the Revs. Yeah, he Rams. just absolutely toasted us. So I yeah. would expect them to get a goal. Um, I think bonus points lucky. for saying Kampapi too. I appreciate welcome, that. Thank you. I, we got to give credit <laughs> I, to, to to. I think it was a batter. 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 I don't know who. I it was think I'm not, I don't know who started it. Yeah, no, I love it. That's great. But. You know, I think they're able, the Revs are able to pull it out. Uh, I think, you know, it probably might could have ended up in 2-2, but you get a nice, great George Petrovic save. I think we're spared Josie Altidore starting. Okay. We either see Bobby Wood or possibly Justin Rennick. He's a youngster who's been getting some playing time as well, too. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on. But I, I think we see Carlos Hill make some magic. And I think, you know, I'll say we, we get a nice Bobby Wood goal. He's, okay. he's going to take they're soul They're going to give us the wood. Uh, yeah, right. yes. in the wood. Bobby the Wood is good, and he's going to score a goal. All right. Tavi, you got a he's score prediction? He's, what? He's going retro. He's going retro. Man, I, I do think it, it's going to be a, a one-goal game because the defense has been pretty solid for us. And, but I'm thinking maybe it's it's 1-0. But, but, but now that he reminded me about Campapi and his <laughs> love and his love for screwing the revolution, yeah. um, the, the revolution will be televised this Saturday, and Kampapi oh. is going to go again for a hat trick, and it's three to one, baby. Wow. Three to one, baby. Hell yeah. Another hat wow. trick for Kampapi. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Two quick last things here. First, one last question here. Uh, I don't, Sam, Ooh. what's your favorite food? I don't know. That's what they want to know. You got to get the, the people what they want, man. Cafecito. What the hell kind of question is that? Don cafecito. I, I don't know. All right. Uh, I mean, to be very specific, I'll say tacos. I love tacos. There's a nice taco place by us who serves burrito tacos. Absolutely amazing. But my wife is Brazilian, and she's introduced me oh. to Brazilian barbecue, shuhasku. Ruined American barbecue for me. American barbecue <laughs> is garbage compared to that. Uh, get me some nice picanha, some nice picanha, chicken. Picanha, that's what it was. Uh, I, yeah, I have I a living life, uh, so a little bit broader there. But if I had to pick one specific food, uh, give me some tacos. Love tacos. Nice, nice. You been to Brazil? I've not been to Brazil yet. Definitely ah, want to get down there. Bro. Gotta get down there. I have walked my fat ass through the beaches of Copacabana Ooh. and down through you Ipanema. Live, you, you live, yeah, bro. You live, I definitely you live, I live, you live, bro. I went there. They they all wear the those those um Oh yes, yes. Well they call them Zungas. That's what they're very confident to wear one of those. Very confident. I even like, the, even the guys wear them, huh? Oh yeah, they yeah. they all wear like the little what do you call speedos? That's the word I was looking for. And everybody rocks it there, and I was like, "Well, when in Rome, you know." Yeah. And you wore so, no. You got send you the picture. Yeah. Oh, that's picture, classic. We got to put that up, yeah, on bro. Twitter. I was out there. Nah. That's when I had my long hair, ponytail, just Ooh. you know, on the beach, bro. I was enjoying it, man. I now I can understand your fascination for Campapi. No, no, I, now I understand his fascination. <laughs> All right. Coffee. All right. So last last thing here. Give me one before we, we we sign off here for the evening. Give me one other game besides the obvious inner Miami, New England here. I want to know what other game would you watch this weekend? What other game has your attention? Because I got a couple here, but I'm wow. gonna narrow it down to one here. But there's a couple that I like. But what are, what are you guys gonna be watching besides New yeah, England and right. Miami? Yeah, I I know it's a few, but I'll go with uh Dallas uh, going up against Austin FC. Mm. Got Austin FC, the Revs connection, Diego Fagundes, who's absolutely balling. Yeah. Uh, definitely last season down. Yeah, down yeah, yeah. not so Austin, much this season, but yeah, that they're having their struggles this season. But also on the other side, get to watch Jesus Ferreira, you know, absolutely amazing striker. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh 
you know, Sebastian Legette, he's been having quite the year for him, uh, you know, since leaving uh, New England. But, you know, had that good year last year, this year, don't know. Uh, whether it be on the field or off the field, kind of taking some else. Uh, so I- I'm going to be watching that game for the Reds connections there. Okay, solid. Javi, what you got? I- I'm going to watch Columbus, Orlando City. Okay. Two, two teams that Miami has to keep an eye on because they're, they're going to be direct contenders. For the, at the end of the season, like it was last season, if you yeah. remember, to get into the playoffs. So I, I want to keep an eye on, on both those teams, see how, how they go, they're doing. And 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 Cucho is always interesting to watch. Yep. You know, Orlando always has seems to have a low-key solid team and, and performs. And and luckily for us, they do that all the way till the end and then they croak. Yeah. They they lost their first uh first open cup game. So there goes that title defense. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. I was looking at, I'm looking at a couple of games. The first one that caught my, I don't like the Seattle Sounders because I hate Jordan Morris. I have a lot of hatred, Sam. I'm sorry. I, I was going to tell you, you know. need some therapy, brother. I know, you bro. You need to go back I, to Brazil. What do the Sounders do to you? I don't know. But I don't like Jordan Morris. I got, I, I was force fed him being good oh. for so long on the men's national team. And it just, what about New Who? What about I, there's guy? I have a Seattle Sounders jersey, man. Like I respect your KC Current jersey. I got a, I've got more jerseys than, than than most people, man. And I have a Sounders jersey, but I don't like Jordan Morris. And as long as he's there, I don't like the Sounders. I like the Sounders when they had my boy Ozzy Alonso over there, you know, because that's my other half is Cuban, and he, 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 that dude's a baller. Um, but I was looking at that game because they're playing against Houston. Did you know Houston has not given up a goal at home all season yet? They are on a an incredible, incredible. Now, oh, on the road, is a whole other team. But yeah, at home. great in uh, New England. <laughs> but, yeah, at home, they have not given up a goal. Uh, I believe last week it was a 0-0 draw. And this week, they're going up against Seattle. So I'm kind of curious to see that. But, actually, the game that I'm looking forward to the most Which is one? not even that big of a game, but it's just the day that the game is being played. What? We get a little Sunday night. Ooh. MLS action, dude. Just a nice little showcase game. All eyes on these two teams. The Galaxy hosting a really hot San Jose team that just beat LAFC. Gave them their first loss of the season. Um, I like what uh, Luchi Gonzalez is doing over there with San Jose. The Galaxy. Miami are... product, right? He's a Miami guy. I think so. Yeah, he played I... He played down in Kendall. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you have the Galaxy where Chicharito's another guy that I can't stand. And I'm more of an LAFC guy, too. So uh, I see that. So you got good storylines. You got a lot here. But most importantly, it's Saturday. It's Sunday night, prime time, 9.30 p.m. So nice little late late kickoff, too, for us. So I I like it. It's just great. The ideal MLS weekend for me is you get the matinee game on a Saturday. You get that one, maybe, you know, 3.30, 4.30 game, maybe even noon, one. I don't care. Then you get the full slate of the evening games. And then you get the 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 Sunday game, preferably with, at with night, tacos. but and then some tacos with tacos or picanha. Picanha, bro, all around, bro. I like caipirinha too. Yes, 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 yes. All right, so I think that'll about do it. Uh, big shout out to Steve, Sam. Stick around here real quick while uh, after we we wrap up here. I'm just gonna end the stream here. But thanks everybody for watching. Big thanks again for Sam for joining us. Make sure you give him a follow, Blazing Muskeg at Sam underscore Minton twenty two on Twitter, hit them up uh, as well. If you're listening on the podcast later, make sure to hit the subscribe button, hit that like button, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell whoever it is, but tell somebody to listen. I guarantee you'll enjoy the show. Uh, big thanks for everybody participating. We love you. We'll see you. We'll be back next week. Have a great rest of the week and Peace. adios, muchachos. Bye. Peace out, guys. Later.